Hey everyone, it's Emma. I just wanted to let you all know, um, we were a bit tipsy, probably drunk in this episode. So the editing is a bit interesting, um, but we'll say hilarious all the way around. So enjoy the episode. Sorry for the choppiness. It's a little choppy, but all in all good. Be sure to follow us on social media um, at Musings Media and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Musings from Melanated Minds podcast. If you like what you hear, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Musings Media. Other than that, we hope you enjoyed the show. Hi, everyone. Hello. Back at it again in a brand new format. In a brand new format. So we're recording together. In person. Like, I can see her physically right, right there. Looking at this beautiful uh, curls. I need to get a haircut. Okay, so my hair started to do this. <laughs> like, I think it's called wepping or webbing or some nonsense. Mm. Where, like, let me see if I can find a piece. Well, this isn't a great example, but this, see how it's like together? Mm-hmm. Like, it started doing that. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I definitely need a haircut and I need to probably change products. Because mm. I've been using the Cream of Nature line. I don't think my hair loves that anymore. Okay. I like their leave-in, so I was like, you know what? If the leave-in's good, I can just try the other products. Mm-hmm. You know how that there was that whole anti-natural movement that happened a couple months ago where it was like, you should only put like water and gel in your hair? Oh, I tried that. My hair hella dry. Like they said, like after you shampoo and condition it, mm-hmm. you should use um, like a leave-in or whatever, and mm-hmm. either a mousse or a gel. And I like a mousse. Mm-hmm. My hair has never been this dry. It's never been this dry before. That is incredible. Um, since like I was already a very bad natural because I don't know what my hair likes. I just be like, oh girl, we gonna figure it out, right? But once I cut it, I truly stop giving a fuck. And then literally the other day I bought, I was like, all right, let me get some for my scalp. I bought a bottle of Jamaican black castor oil, but like the peppermint one. Mm-hmm. I leave, I go somewhere, I come back. I look on my bathroom floor. I was like, oh my God, did Ella pee on the floor? It was, no, the, it was the oil. I spilled all my Jamaican black castor oil on the bathroom floor. I was so upset. That was money. That's yes. money on my floor. My bathroom smelled like peppermint, but but still, it's on the still, floor. It was on the floor. My hair liked it for the like one day that I put a little bit in it. So I feel like I like Jamaican backpacks oil, but it is a very thick oil. Yes, absolutely. It's so thick. I use the mango one. Mm. Hair smells on point. Yes. It's fantastic, it's but also yes, but also yes. Who are you today? I'm gonna be Whitney Houston. All right then. Yes. For the listeners at home, we are listening to Whitney. Absolutely. Um, today I am the sexual tension. Mm-mm. When, whenever Elliot and Olivia, Elliot, I'm not. I, feel like I, I don't. Been, I feel like I was the sexual tension between Fran and Max at one point last week. I felt like the week before you were. Or the week before I was sexual tension between them, but now I'm the sexual tension between Elliot and Olivia. Whenever. A man, no, I'm the moment when a man acknowledges and notices just how fine Olivia Benson is and Elliot Stabler feels some type of way. I quit. Oh, <laughs> I quit. I'm fir- I firmly accept that I'm currently in a season where the only thing that gives me comfort is the bullshit relationships between random white people. Okay? 
that's all I got in me. Whatever works, though. Like, yes. whatever works. Whatever is getting us through. I'm going to start multitasking, but continue speaking. But, yeah, no. I feel like... I don't know. I had something to say, but then I forgot where I was... Um... Going, friend. How are you? Um, I think I'm okay. I think I'm basking into this idea. Is that a real candle? No, these are fake candles that come on at 6 30. Yep, and then a couple more are gonna come on. That's so fucking cool. Thank That's you. so cool. Thank you, thank you. Because I'm like, I just see a flame. I'm like, yeah, they're really nice. Those are really good. They set the ambiance. Um, I think okay. So you know how you can feel yourself going through change? Yes. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but mm -hmm. you still feel it. Yep. That is the area of life that I am right now. I think Arr. as I was packing and not, well, not packing, but like getting rid of things and like being intentional about what things I want to bring and things of that nature. Um, I don't know. It just hit me that like, yo, like ever since May 1 came around, I was mm -hmm. like, okay, yeah, July cool. 1st is going to be around the corner like that. So like. I'm not ready, bitch. That's like not even. That's a month and a half. I'm not. I'm not ready, but I'm ready. You know what I mean? Like I'm. I want to spend more time with all of my friends while I am here. I am now tipsy. I just realized that. I <laughs> want to spend all of my time with my friends and my family while I'm here. Mm -hmm. And also just prepare myself, right? And like being cognizant of the fact of the matter that we'll be in person. So like we're gonna be in person next semester or fall semester is my first semester, but like. You're fully vaccinated though, right? I'll be fully vaccinated literally on Friday. Me too! Ah! Wait, what time's your appointment? 9.30. Mine's at 3.30. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, they, they let us pick our times, and I was like, mm -mm. Which one did you get? I got Moderna. You got Pfizer, right? Yes, girl. This girl is on Pfizer. <laughs> I'm on Moderna, okay? <laughs> our job had given us like a couple options, mm -hmm. and they were just like, depending on the location, was depending on the vaccine. Ah. And the one that was closest to my office mm -hmm. was the, because they didn't want no mix ups. The one that was closest to my office was the Moderna one. I was like, I'm going to be a Moderna mommy. Like, and that's just, it is what it is. I biked my way over to the convention center because I am a Pfizer Phoenix. Okay. <laughs> You sent that to me and I was just like, yes, like I'm here for it. Yes. Um, how do we get there? Oh, because change it. This school sounds so hard. I just feel like it's dope. I'm writing a paper right now with my new advisor, and she's a ball. Like, I think you just need the the perfect. I think and someone has said this, and I thought they was capping, but they're not. What makes the experience is really your advisor, like it'll make or break that experience. And one of my advisors is fantastic. She's great. She's so sweet. And she's just like, you gave it back to me in a week's time. I've never seen that before. And I'm like, I was like crying because I thought I was in the late. Like, where are we? No, she's fantastic. And we're going to work on another paper in the summer on like some data that she has. And I was like, okay, Maybe that's fine. I have no plans of, of uh, you know, treating my un my undying internet because I'm really struggling with the internet. Like, like I feel like I've probably told you, like, I I hate the internet. Like, I hate being on my phone. I really do. I'm also like a little soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where my thoughts are, and I'm really like, we're about to finish this. Book. We're about to finish. I'm looking like I'm like, are we actually gonna finish this? Is me. I was like, which one was number two again? <laughs>
the way life is hit. Let me stop. <laughs> I feel God in this chili scenario. <laughs> Alright, we got this. Alright, we'll take a second. I'm gonna cheers it again, because I'm tipsy and this is fun! Salud! Oh, you look me in my eyes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but how do you actually look somebody in the eyes? You can only look in really one eye. No, you don't. So each person, pretend you're people next to you, right? Cheers. cheers. No, but when you cheers. look someone in the eyes, you can only really look at one thing at a time. Like, you can only focus on one point, right? Yeah. And no, but, but it takes a drink until each person gets the little... No, but my same point is you have two eyes. Yeah. So you can only look someone in one of their eyes. <laughs> you know what I mean? What is that I feel like I understand theoretically where you're coming from, but also when I look at you, I can see you through both my eyes. No, you can, but you can't focus on two of my eyes at the same I'm time. I'm literally focusing on both of your eyes. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm looking at both of your eyes. Focus, focus. Our listeners don't want this. Our six followers don't want this. My friend listens to this podcast and she be like, what the fuck y'all be on? <laughs> no, my friend was like, well, you got that test? She's like, who was that? She's like, I'm a, you gonna tell me what it's test? I was like, yes, I'm <laughs> The best part is I will mention to people from work that I have a podcast. They're like, oh my God, what's it called? I was like, don't worry about it. I be like, music's from Melanated Minds. I was like, I hope the title tells you this much. It's not for you, boo. And, like, I love you, but y'all don't need to hear this. No. Like, I, so, I tell very, very, very few select people at work. I eat only the black people. And there are only, like, eight of us at the job. At, yes. Literally in the department. Yes. And, like, I can't have no shame. Name. <laughs> she's great, but she's also very white. And, like, no, I'm so, I be having white-ass white people be like, oh, let me. No, baby. It's not for you. No. The best part is like, so you know me, I'm an extrovert. And mm-hmm. like, I have extroverted the crap out of my job. Mm-hmm. So I've made friends left and right. Right. And I was like, you know what? I've made enough friends. I'm gonna throw a house party, which I might legitimately throw a house party. And then I was like, I mean, yeah, cause you gotta be mindful about the energy of your house. Exactly. You gotta be so careful with and like, your house. Especially because I, now that like the streets are back open, like I am still navigating what that means. They shouldn't be open. The streets are calling my name. I'm going to the streets. Let the streets call your name in a couple days when you get that bag, exactly. when you get that choo-choo in your arm, okay? You want to know how real it is? I'm going a heavy hour after I get my second dose. See, it's the thing. People said the second dose of Moderna really kick your ass. So what I plan on doing is running to mom's, the little mm-hmm. store, mm-hmm. getting my mola bow and coming back home. <laughs> Baby, I, me and my immune system have had a conversation. I told her, I don't care. Like, I don't care if it's the next day. I don't yeah. care. But like, or Friday, mm-hmm. I will be paying a stranger too much money to hand me a drink. Okay? I will be getting tipsy in the sunshine. I am having a hot girl evening. All right? And so if my immune system want to make, you know, white blood cells, do that tomorrow. I was about to share something about Girl, we editing like 80%. Wow, we are editing so much of this. I am so sorry. <laughs> so um, I'm going to have a time Friday morning. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to have a time Friday morning. You're going to be left your ass off. What? What are we talking about? We were talking about the vaccine. Why are we talking about the vaccine? Because we was going outside. Oh, you asked me if I was fully vaccinated. Yes, that's originally how we got here. Point is, you, changes. I asked you how you were doing. That was the original yeah. question. Yes, it was. And you're saying changes. And you know what? I, I feel that. Like, I feel something in the air. That was the thing I realized. I was like, wow, I can feel somewhere in the air. Like, I feel like 
obviously November is the superior month, but like May might be my second favorite month. Don't I'ma let me. you have that. I'ma let you have that. November is an incredible month. But like May, I feel like it's that month where it's like, okay, girl, summer's coming. Like shit's about to pop. And that's the one thing is May is a, it's a time for change. Yeah. And something I realized is like, I was having a lot of feelings because it felt like everybody around me was like starting or ending something. And I was like, oh, I want to start or end something. And then I realized I'm in the middle of something right now. Mm -hmm. And it's like, damn, I can't help but feel a little stuck. Mm -hmm. And I had to make peace with that. It's like, okay, girl, you're not ready to be anywhere but here. Mm -hmm. So you just got to be here. So I'm here. And I'm making peace with it because being here is kind of fun when I don't, like, you're in throw the, a you're at it. on the journey. Yes, I'm in the middle of something. And that's dope. I grow, and the, the way I'm manifesting shit in the middle of this mm -hmm. is kind of intense. Because, like, something I realized is, like, I'm currently living the life I never planned because that's beautiful though low-key and now it's gonna get a little dark i didn't okay no not in like a okay but like uh i didn't plan to live this long so you told me this before so yes. <laughs> you know what yes i didn't plan to live this long so then i realized like oh shit i'm living I'm, I'm living longer than i expected but also here's the thing is like i didn't plan to live this long but i also had plans for my future i was like okay because i'm unhappy now i'm gonna plan this elaborate future life for myself this is the version of myself the person i want to become so and i like Put her on a pedestal and she was incredible and she's like mm -hmm. where are my hopes and dreams live that's beautiful and then i realized that i'm currently living the life i didn't plan to live but like this version of myself is right before the version of myself that i didn't plan and i had to have that little freak out moment where i was like oh should i have to become the person i always wanted to be and that scares me but also like i'm super excited i'm like wow i think i'm gonna become the person that i want to be and yeah it's scary because it's like I don't know i have to i have to reconcile like what it is i have faith in versus what it is i'm manifesting versus what it is that's actually meant for me you feel mm -hmm. me because it's very easy for me to be like i feel like this is gonna happen and this is gonna happen but it's like i don't know what the fuck's gonna happen right i just know what i have been wanting to happen for my entire life mm -hmm. um yeah so i'm trying to make peace with that but also like be in this present moment because like even the idea of like thinking about going back to school stresses me out like i know i want to go back to school and i know i will go back to school soon mm -hmm. but like right now i don't and also i know that like right now my job is frustrating me in some ways mm -hmm. i also know that like part of my job frustrating me is because i enjoy my job mm -hmm. and like it's like okay girl this is not the first time your job has pissed you off it pissed you off you had to deal with it and then you were able to move forward mm -hmm. so like i have to take this moment sit in it allow myself to sit in it be grateful that i have a boss that allows me to like sit in it like i literally told him today i was like i have a lot of feelings today and i don't know how to really deal with my feelings i just gotta feel with them and he was like, cool, I'm going to help you figure that out. And then we go from there. And so the thing I'm realizing is like, it's a learning experience and I'm making peace with all of that. And so I'm grateful. I'm trying to stay in a, in a moment of gratitude, but I also feel like there's a peace missing and I'm making peace with that peace. That's dope though. Thank you. That's really dope. And I'm, I'm you said a word because you were like, because you enjoy your job so much. Mm -hmm it's you know it's causing you a little frustration right now and i think that is a very real thing and like a, a real perspective to to take in this because mm -hmm. i i'm specifically recalling one specific level of my job where i was just like when i don't get things immediately mm -hmm. i kind of quit because for the most part and this is not to my own horn or anything i get things pretty easily and pretty quickly yes so when i don't mm -hmm. i'll be back. ready to quit yeah and it was one part of my job when i was working on another study um and i just didn't like do something right and i, I sat and cried <laughs> in the closet for like 
for a while and i was just like okay let's and i got to talk myself off the ledge like it's okay you know mm-hmm. but i think because i wanted to be so good at it because i genuinely liked it right mm-hmm. i like i don't you like the, i yeah. don't like the politics of my job i don't like the bureaucracy and all that yeah right in the in the elitism the frustration came from me wanting to do well but also mm-hmm. because yeah. i genuinely enjoy it and yes. like i want to pursue this as a career absolutely and i think the thing that i'm like reconciling is the fact that like i had so much anxiety like my entire life i was like i'm going to fail at being a real adult i don't have the capacity to like have a real job and now i'm in my job and ever so often i just be hearing my thoughts and like seeing the things i'm doing i'm like wow i'm really fucking good at this job yeah like i'm already girl i already have my promotion planned i already have my title set i took my boss and my supervisor like it's happening because i know i'm good at this job because i care about this job i love this job i also know that this job is like a moment and it's, mm-hmm. it's gonna teach me how to have a job and to have mm-hmm. to go over that anxiety because i really plan to be Lynn my entire life Lynn from girlfriends i plan to just be in school because i was too pussy to live in the real world and now i'm like wait i can do this and i can mm-hmm. be good at it because i the thing that this season of my life and i use that word so vaguely because it means so many different things to me mm-hmm. but this moment of my life has taught me is that like I am, I have been so attached to what I thought my life was supposed to be. And I was like, I can't live that life because that life doesn't work for me. And like, that's the point. It's not my life because it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I am living a life that works for me. And like that works. That's a beauty in that. There's a yes. beauty in that. And I feel like that's the problem is we're all told there's this one way to live life. And like, if you don't do it that way, you're a failure. It's like, mm-hmm. no girl, we all have our own way to live our lives. And that is how you succeed. And I think that's the thing I'm, I have to also remember going forward is like, how you do grad school is not going to be how I do grad school. And so, like, my anxiety about Even all of it. Even your process is going to look absolutely. very different. And so, like, all of this anxiety is like, oh, my God, I don't know how to be an academic. It's like, no, of course No, you I don't. want you to be the – when I tell you, I'm like, one, you're a fantastic human overall, and you know that already. I'm, like, the anti-academic, and that's why I'm going to be the credible But that's why academic. you're going to be the best academic, because I feel like – me and my mom just literally literally had this conversation right before i came here but we had a conversation of just like when black people inhabit spaces that traditionally were not welcomed in Mm -hmm. we have a sometimes have a unfortunate habit of trying to conform Mm. right and i feel as though we need more of you if i had a professor that was kenya i think i would end up being a slightly different academic even the academic that i want to be i don't want to be the straight cut concern like working seven days a week when i tell you friday at three o'clock y'all's cute i gotta go type of thing like doing it in your own way and on your own terms and i feel like not enough people hear that but especially not enough black people about to enter academia hears that and i think the thing about and that's why i'm trying to make that distinction between academic academia and academics Mm -hmm. because the thing i've realized is like I genuinely, I don't, I don't even see academics as teaching. I see it as like I want to create an environment in which we think and learn, yeah. because like that's the thing is like so much of it is caught up in the like, oh, I get so, so much prestige. fucking money to mm-hmm. like tell you this one thing that I know so much about. It's like, girl, I don't know, I don't know everything about one thing. I know a lot about, mm-hmm. I know a little bit about a lot of things. Exactly, and yeah. I'm okay with that because mm-hmm. I want to figure out how do we connect all of those things together. Because we live in a world, mm-hmm. let's be clear, where all these things are connected exactly. together. Exactly, and I feel like that is what I'm good at is building that connections. Like I realized, like the the work I want to do for this PhD is like it's not. I'm not reinventing the wheel. I want to mm-hmm. do it my way. I mm-hmm. want I want to do it. 
the way I think it should be done. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. I'm like, I want to do it right. Mm -hmm. But like, at the end of the day, I have an idea that I think can work and I believe in it. And I realized that for me, it's not even about the subject matter. It's about the work of, of making, of actualizing and putting these pieces together that I love. Right, right, for right. Me, like, like as much as I love sex ed and talking about sexual health because I think it is an integral part of public health and just like general wellness. Like yeah. I know I'm not like a sex ex expert. Like that's mm -hmm. not my, that's not the only thing I love. Right. Do I love talking about sex? Do I love talking about, you know, pleasure and all these things? Yes, mm -hmm. but that's not all I am. And I don't know. I, I think, think that's a very important yes. thing. And I think the thing is, is I'm really trying to, the thing I'm realizing is like, there's this version of, myself that I'm still like unlearning mm -hmm. that the world has made I'm gonna start talking about that a little bit mm -hmm. but like it's like it's like it's like you're you're trying to run a race but you're starting like 10 steps behind and so I have to unlearn all those things so I can just get to where I was supposed to be so that I can keep going forward right. and I feel like this is the closest I've ever been to where I want to start okay but I still need to work on that and that's so that's real. what the season of is, is about is just like figuring out how do I get to where I want to start I think you said a bunch of words right there one thing I want to like hone in on is words. no like in a good way but like one thing I want to hone in on is like you and I've had this conversation outside of this but I feel like your 20s is really a space mm -hmm. to unlearn a lot of the bullshit that we've been taught right not you clicking it in front of the thing <laughs> in a slow-mo ASMR way just <laughs> but like mm -hmm. oh, go, ahead, go ahead no go ahead let's have an asmr moment folks if you couldn't tell One, two, three, drink with me. for you i'm sorry i told you ella i apologize sweetie. i know i'm sorry ella i didn't mean that i'm loud in general and i'm really trying to work on that don't apologize <laughs> to her we are a black family she's, gonna do. <laughs> she's the eldest daughter in a black in an immigrant black home so it should be all right but no i feel like you said a lot of words i feel like our 20s is really dedicated dedicated to unlearning a lot of the bullshit that we it tastes odd right it tastes like it has so many tastes. It has a lot of taste. It has a lot of taste. You know it tastes like it tastes like a shoe. <laughs> it tastes like DSW smells. That's an oddly specific. But have you been in a DSW? Do you know what a DSW smell like? It smells like ass. <laughs> like, I promise you, for anyone listening who has been to a DSW, you know what they smell. They smell like shoes and like leather and pleather and all those things. That's what this tastes like. Like the after after taste. It tastes like the cardboard you put in the shoe. Mind you, everyone. Don't do it. 
Oh, I shouldn't say the brand. No, you can say the brand. It's just disappointing. It's very disappointing because this is the Black Girl Magic McBride Sisters brand. And it's a Riesling and it's just... Are we going to try to make it better? Bitch, I got orange juice. She said I got orange juice. All right, let's bring it. Let's do it. Let's do a little splash. A splash. Waft the scent of orange juice. Ah! <laughs> Did I get the feel? Okay, hold on. Girl, I'm going to put way more orange juice in this. Did it help? It helped a little bit. I won't even lie to you. You know, orange juice honestly makes everything taste better. Okay. Yeah. All right. You still have not told me how you feel about those words I said. Your 20s. No. Your 20s is all about unlearning all of the bullshit and all of the other messages that we have internalized, right? So something I had a conversation with with my mom, um, and I'll try to like mm -hmm. be kind about it, but like, she and I had a conversation about how do black people get free, right? And Ooh. I was basically, I basically told her, I said, until we have this idea of freeing our most mm -hmm. marginalized, we won't be free, right? And I was mm -hmm. like, in my personal opinion, um, black trans women are at our, the center of our most marginalized. And she felt very uncomfortable by that. So I challenged her to figure out why she felt uncomfortable by it. And it was basically bullshit that she learned, like, mm. growing up, right? Mm. So I'm having this thing, and I'm like, me and her, we eventually have, like, this whole powwow. And I tell her, or she tells me that, like, me undo unlearning the work at 20-something, at 26, she said, is work I haven't done at 54. Thank She's you. with 55. She'll be 55 in September. But, like... You get what I'm saying? I really feel like our 20s is meant to unpack all of the shit that we've internalized from childhood, yes. that we've internalized from media and things of that nature. But, like, that is also a new idea because mm -hmm. also, like, exactly. we are in these select few because you see grown people who have not even thought to unlearn the shit that they've learned. Mm -mm. But also, like, people our age who have who are not there yet, who are maybe going to do that shit in their 30s, maybe exactly. their 40s. And I think that there's something about, and this is something I like to gravitate towards, people who are trying and willing to do the work. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, that is... I feel like that is like my entire, that has been my entire existence for the past at least five, six years of my life. Mm -hmm. It's just doing the work and being mm -hmm. like, this is not the person I want to be. Exactly. How do I become the person I want to be? And like, this is the closest I've ever felt. Mm -hmm. And like, that's every, beautiful. Yes. And every time I get closer, I'm like, wow, I'm really fucking doing it. Like, and like, the thing is, is I also know that part of it, part of doing the work is I'm not just doing it for myself, but I'm also doing it for my children. Because though I will never be a perfect parent, I want to be the best version of myself for when I have a baby. You spoke another word. So, I guess we can get into it. Mm -hmm. We didn't have a plan, by the way, for this episode, but this it's is fine. lovely. One of the things, so, you know this, I'm very indifferent towards the idea of having children, yeah. right? Part of me can see my life really being swell with children. Yeah. The other part can see it mm -hmm. being swell without yeah, children. Yeah, I can see that for you. And I think one of the reasons, and there are multiple reasons, but one of the reasons I definitely like am on the side of no mm -hmm. has everything to do with I want to put my unpack my bullshit on a child exactly right and no 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 disrespect to my parent well parent but like I felt like she did a lot of unleashing and so a lot of unlearning on me and some of it was a little unnecessary mm -hmm. like and I don't fault her to that because like she's also a person like one yes. thing I think I've been coming more cognizant of is that my mom is a human being yes. right and like she's not gonna be the superwoman that I had yeah. in my mind but I think as a parent, I don't want to unleash certain things onto my children, yeah, right? And that's just not enough for me to have a kid for that reason. No, yes. But I feel like for me, the thing is, there's a fine line between my, my parent is also a person mm -hmm. and, like, my parent is a person who has made me responsible for their shit. Yes. 
And I feel like that was the part that frustrated me. It's like, I can't, like, you being a person can be a cop-out. Like, that you no longer take responsibility for the parts of you that, like, you made me responsible for. Right. And so, as you know, my dear friend Tochi and I are... Shout out! Her, <laughs> a soft lace land, you know, cross-promotion. No! I have multiple problems! Ah, you can't tell her nothing! I'm a multi-tier bitch! Ah. <laughs> they hate us. <laughs> but Ooh. no, point is... Told you and I have been having a lot of conversations about like what does it mean to reparent ourselves and I realized like the past couple weeks of my life have really just been about reparenting myself because mm-hmm. I think a lot of that was just that frustration of like and the whole idea of like starting behind and not even starting at the, the starting line is that feeling of like I spent so much of my time not being able to take care of my own needs or take care of myself because I had to account for other people like, exactly. like living alone like these past however few months has been so integral to my life because it's like what does it mean for me to genuinely create a space that only i have to worry about Mm -hmm. that is for me that is by me that meets my needs that's real and it's like i needed to be able to do that in order to make space for anyone else because otherwise i was always going to have to compromise myself Mm -hmm. um whether in my own head or not like Mm -hmm. and so it's just kind of frustrating because it's like like no one's a perfect parent like your kids always gonna be like no you could have done this this and this better but the whole point is that they're going to they're going to take that and do better Mm -hmm. and the thing is is i don't want them to have to feel like they started behind and did better they want to i want them to be like okay here is the foundation the foundation is solid here's how i improve Improve upon it it. exactly because i think that is really like that is really the thing i'm doing right now is how do i build foundation yeah because especially like the last year of my life is like okay what is the foundation of my own life yeah and the foundation that i built and put intention into was jesus christ i was Absolutely. like jesus is my foundation and so once he was my foundation nothing else mattered mm-hmm. literally like i i had some things that were edible and i was weeping and i was like wow because i wasn't even, it wasn't even a sad cry it was like i'm crying because jesus is my foundation mm-hmm. and it was so beautiful because i definitely remember a time in my life where i was like that thing that leaves lives deep inside of me is this profound sadness and darkness and that like hole that i used to feel inside of myself has been filled with light right and so like now that that's my foundation it's like all i can do is build on that right. you know i no longer feel like i'm I no longer feel like there's anything missing within me because I am complete. I am whole. I am full. Right. And yeah, that's, I think for me, I, I never wanted to have a child to complete myself. I always saw having a child as a part of my experience. Like, girl, I'm excited to be pregnant. Mm -hmm. Like for me, it's the whole birthing experience. The, uh, the experience of bringing life into the world, which is going to be chaotic. But even like I went to a doula event for work today and Mm -hmm. I love birth work. I'm girl I'm excited to have a baby so I can do birth work because I feel as though I know for myself I am never going to be able to fully show up in birth work until I know what that experience is like yeah because I've always been like I'm not about to come to you no 20 nothing year old and be like hey girl this is how you have a baby because mm-hmm. what the fuck I know about birth and no baby right you don't have the experience behind exactly it. you know I've talked about this yeah yes, but like sitting in that room listening to a bunch of birth workers talk about the problem with healthcare, especially because I feel like our current state of healthcare the issues with it are particularly highlighted when you look at birth work Mm -hmm. when you look at how birth is a business Mm -hmm. and how 15 minute prenatal visits like what the fuck is that Mm -hmm. what are you gonna learn in 15 minutes i'm growing a whole ass human exactly and god forbid i've never grown a human being before and i have other comorbidities alongside that like what one of the things for me that like another part Mm -hmm. of my cons is literally that so you you know this i have like mental health situations right I feel like having a baby would exacerbate a lot of that. Oh, Especially absolutely. like that postpartum. Like I, yes. I genuinely am nervous about yes. that. 
and i'm like right and like you see something you bring up like doula care right and the fact of the matter i know for a fact i want a doula in my room right sure. i'm a black woman <laughs> like by that point I'm I, know. Of, uh, I would have completed my retraining so i gotta do it again listen if a doula who's a friend can be in there like <laughs> my friend is literally in medical school and i told her she has to hurry up because she will be the one birthing my babies because it's real yes. because it's real like i don't know we just need more people like you in these spaces i keep i tell all my friends about you but like <laughs> not to be weird but like i feel like you're such a great human and like i wouldn't want anyone else in that room oh yes baby if you do have a baby mm-hmm. i will be there yeah fun fact on this day exactly two years ago i was jonah certified I know, I know that. Yes, I, well, I didn't know the date, but I did know that you were certified. Yes, I am donor certified, but I'm gonna have to get recertified. And what makes me so frustrated is knowing like what the actual prices yeah. for doula trainings are, because like that one was subsidized by the school because mm-hmm. it was a whole pipeline thing. Yeah. But like having to get recertified, I'm like looking at these $800 courses. Mm-hmm. Like, that's ridiculous. But I do also know that like I'm going to want to like redo that training, especially because it was absolutely the crunchiest white woman that trained us crunchies of crunchy like her whole thing is orgasmic birth like that's her brand um so she showed us the video of a white woman orgasmic in the pool which i'm like yes absolutely if you want your baby to move you gotta bust a nut but like and i and i know i'll be good at it and i'm excited to do it and like you know how i remember i've told you about this the thing i'll do sometimes when i'm like having anxiety about the future i don't think about like all the things i want to be i'll just pick like a regular day like what does a regular day in my future look like mm-hmm. and for a good period of time a regular day in my future was like i cancel classes so i can go to a birth that's actually hella beautiful right like i i like check like look it starts with me like doing my administrative shit as a you know professor and right. then i'm like oh a birth is happening i gotta cancel class bye guys my yes. everyone Exactly, because, you know, students love when you cancel class. Um, and then I come home after my birth. Apparently they don't. You know I'm a TA. Mm-hmm. And they don't like me. Why? They get frustrated when we cancel class. Oh my, I'll tell you a story. I, I have to tell you a story when I get over it. Um, but yes. Um, what was I going to say? I Also, I appreciate when we don't talk about celebrities' business on this podcast. Because, really? Because you know I'm trying to make moves in the future, and I thought about it. It's like that's a paper trail, and God mm-hmm. forbid anyone Google it and read my paper trail. I'm gonna look weird. Okay. Yes. Cause me her, and then she. Goes, yes, yes, she. Goes, cause I, cause then she did that whole photo shoot with her mama, and her nose looked just like her mama nose. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I've been talking shit. We definitely did talk about that woman's nose. <laughs> yes. In these expensive ass earrings that I'm not about to buy. I'm not about to buy that. I, I was like, you look gorgeous, girl, but also, girl, oh, remind me to mm-hmm. send you if I can find it. I had Googled myself, so Ooh. not to be weird or anything, but I started Googling myself. Oh! <laughs> Unnecessarily dramatic. Um, I started. I started Googling myself because mm. I don't know if you saw on Twitter my. What you're mentor. Oh, okay. Remember the poster? Yes. Yes, the poster you posted. I have a real job, y'all, but like, I don't want to say it on here. Anyway. Yes, the poster you posted, and then they posted it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was like, you know what? I was like, shit, I need to clean up my fucking Twitter, (laughs) right? So I'm going through my Twitter. I had to make sure because I'd be saying sometimes I'd be liking a lot of things that are well, detrimental that's to white people. Girl, that's none of their business. So I was like, you know, all right, shit, let me go through it. So I went through it or whatever. There was a reason why I told you I went through it. What were we just talking about? The poster, noses, jewelry. Um, she who will not be named because I'm trying mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. meet her in the future. Um, 
white men, white people. Oh yeah. Also, I was un- uncomfortably thirsting after white people, white men specifically, and I was like, "Your coonship was activated." It was slightly activated, and the thing is, this I think in real life I would not be attracted to oh, a God, white no. man. Oh no, we talk about this in theory. There is something about a Christopher Jamal. There is something about a I Bucky am, Bar. I am like, I am now actively anti Christopher Jamal. Like I'm yeah. against it. I am over it. I'm done. Damn. No, because they took it too far. Because now they're being dead ass. I mean, it was funny when we were like, oh, he's a black man, but we knew he wasn't a black man. It was not even, it was funny, not even when he's a black man. It was funny when he's like, he likes black women, therefore we're going to Photoshop nails and bodies on him. him. Yes. That was the lie. Now it's, he can do no wrong, he can call me the N-word to my face. No, he can't. Let's be clear. No, he can't. Somebody was like, why is Sebastian stand auditioning to be a strong black father? And I was like, no, he's not. He's, I'm pretty sure Sebastian Stan will call me a nigga. Like, I'm pretty <laughs> His sure. girl will absolutely be like, niggas are not allowed in the house. I am pretty sure. So I'm like, like I, and I was telling my mom the other day, like, I am attracted to Bucky Barnes. I am not attracted to Sebastian Stan. Really? In the same way, I am, in a, in a different way, kind of. I'm attracted to Doctor Strange. I am not attracted to Bender Dick Cumberbatch. Girl, all of that is bad. Doctor Strange is kind of fine. I'm gonna be, something about like the arrogance that really like with that funky ass facial hair. Get on my face. I feel and like he will tell me exactly what I need to do, and I'll be like, yes, sir. Like <laughs> Doctor Strange will actually absolutely call you a nigger to your face. He'd be like, I don't have time for you, nigger. Are you kidding me? That man does not talk to black people. You, you notice all of them have friends of color. Yes, girl, because Marvel believes in the black best friend pipeline. Like, what do you mean? I'm sitting here like, but they, Wong is right there. <laughs> girl, and then they gave him a black best friend and then made him a villain. That's the whole point did. of the second one. They did. I'm excited <laughs> to see Chiwetel Ejiofor. I just learned how to say his name properly. Chiwetel Ejiofor? Someone on that note, I listened to a goddamn interview <laughs> and it said Chiwetel Ejiofor. I'm pretty sure. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. but That's, that's what they said in the interview. I'm not gonna lie, it took me a really long time to learn that uh, Jaiman Hansu's name was Jaiman Hansu, so. Who? He was in Marvel. He was in the Marvel franchise at some point. Jaiman Hansu. He was in Blood Diamond? Jaiman Hansu. Oh my god, he was in Fast and Furious. He's been in things, you know him. I probably know his face, I probably don't know his name. He was in yes! things. He was in the Marvel franchise. Yes, he was. Yes. yes. I think he like worked for Thanos. Yes, he did. He did work for Thanos. Lee Pace was one up to him. Yes. Because he was the one who like when Star-Lord. Yes. And he was the one yes. who got Star-Lord. Yes, exactly. It was Jamin Hansu. Oh, speaking of Marvel, I knew we was going to get to Marvel somehow. Yes, we always get to Marvel. Um, oh, girl, Loki coming out early, bitch. It's coming out on a Wednesday. On Tuesday, Wednesdays are the new Fridays. But they also, but listen, Wednesdays are Odin days. Are you fucking kidding me? Bitch, not you talking about Norse mythology. <laughs> It's, it's Wednesday, the day of Odin. So I'm like, that makes sense. But Odin is dead. That's still his fake daddy. Not his real daddy. That's not his real daddy, but that's his they, fake daddy. They also just forgot to give him ice powers still. I don't think oh. it's our food. Is it really? I'm fairly certain it's our food. Is your phone not disturbed? Yeah. I respect it. I respect that. I go on 8 30, phones don't do that disturb. Okay. Girls. Anytime, fuckers, I'll be about to start. We have, have, for Christmas, we had like a little merry-go-round and my sister painted all the white people. (laughs) I don't know. I just went through and pulled out all the ones that felt overwhelmingly white. 
And then it was really awkward because there were four lovers cards, which I really liked the idea, but mm-hmm. I pulled the one that was two white people. So now I only have three and like, you know, the lovers is six. So I have six, six, six. six. Beautiful. Isn't that? Well, six, six, six really just means like, like you're going the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You say the, you know, don't yeah. say the course. Yes. Girl, I ascribe to biblical numerology. Right. Bitch. Uh, I'm going to turn it up. I'm also, I started recording again. Okay, great. No way. For those listening at home, um, Emma is currently learning the word imbue as she does it. Yes. Um, and she will be, because I will be reading her tarot, because she Ooh, bought me a tarot. This is a fine man. Let me see. Girl, the like, some of the cards are really fucking nice. Like, all the king cards are really nice. Marvel. Yes. Wednesday's Odin's Day. Yes. I feel like it's just going to be a really good show that has no bearing on the Marvel Universe. Or like the rest of the Marvel Universe. They already got approved for a season two. Exactly. So it's Loki. Bro, he just going to get his habitual check and we're going to get Gugu her things. Yes. Give Gugu her things. Kevin said this is the best acting that Tom has done. That doesn't really mean nothing to me. And I was like, did y'all not see the night manager? Because that was superior. <laughs> I was going to say, girl, like, Marvel. Is he going to elevate that? Like, Marvel is not where you go to do acting. Because if we're being perfectly honest, Anthony Mackie can't act. I'm going to push back on that. He can't act as Falcon. <laughs> right? He was in, um. He can play himself loud. See, I told y'all to let him out of me. <laughs> you bring this out of me. I don't want to talk. You know how I, I feel, feel like okay, so my mom is really attracted to Anthony Mackie, and she's like, no, I was like, mom, he tap dances, and she's like, what do you mean by that? I was like, you know, shucking jab, shucking jab, okay, he shucking and the jacking. I so yesterday I watched the uh, uh, Marvels assemble right, mm-hmm. and I watched the Falcon and the Winter Soldier one, mm-hmm. and yeah, he shucks and jives, like that's just what it is, and it's you know we all have our our things, and that's his thing, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's nothing you know. Yeah, you can put a career shocking and driving. He collects the bag. Yes. Like, that's what he does, right? He figured out how to do it best. I feel like, I will say this with, with to wrap up Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I will certainly say what they intended to think we were getting and what we actually got were two different things. Like, John Walker was they, supposed to be redeemable. And I'm like, no, he's the epitome, the, 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 the essence of white supremacy and the patriarchy, right? But they, they gave us exactly what they offered us. They said... Here's, nope, that wasn't what they were trying that, to do. No, no, not what they intended, but what they gave us from the very beginning. They said, hey, we're going to make a coon Captain America. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh my God, I'm a coon if I become Captain America. It's like, baby, you're a coon. It's like, you're I'm like, doing all my time. I don't have any blue eyes. I'm, I'm carrying the shrimps anyway. You're, you're a coon with a, without the shrimps. And a teenager has a radical... That's the other thing, too. They never established Carly as a teenager. I'm so sorry. She was definitely like 19 years old at best. I thought she was in the 22. Like, I thought she just got her poli-sci degree and... Girl, <laughs> like, she, she didn't have time to go to college. She was in the camp. That's the point. She's an oppressed person. She was like, a young person. I'm saying. I know, she's but giving the essence of no, she, I want to lead a revolution. Them half baked ideas. She's 19 years old. 
Girl, she the blip happened when she was like 15, 16 years old. She's like, oppression is happening before my eyes. Before my eyes. Something is going wrong and I need to fix it. But I'm just like, all right, y'all could have cleared that up. And I feel like the flash, the the flag smashers, I didn't give a shit about. Like, because they had to cut the whole pandemic storyline. Yes. Yeah. But also, mm-hmm. um, Smasher Sam made a really interesting comment. What he said? He was just like, what did that man say? He was like, you know, what does it mean for Captain America, who's to be a black, black man? And I was just like, girl, babes. Especially just look cute and be quiet. <laughs> Until you leave that racist white woman, I don't want to hear it. No, Honestly, even even once you do, I don't want to hear it. All right. Also, Sebastian Stan, I would like everyone to know, Sebastian Stan acknowledges that his character is bi. And I want Marvel to do the proper thing and make this happen. Girl, Kevin knows. Like We're skipping two. We're skipping what? What? What are we skipping? Two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that- Two, she needs help. And I don't have time to help her right now. I wanted so much for this. And maybe because she's not sparkling. Like, she is flat. Yes, yes, yes. But, like, we gotta have to skip her. Because she gonna need to go in a juice or something. Uh, Pull up the computer. Computer, I love it. (laughs) We are deprived. (laughs) Don't do that! Because then I have to talk about it. (laughs) Then I gotta talk about it. And I'm gonna be so real. What's hilarious is this is like the first time I haven't felt <laughs> overwhelmed by this feeling. Because <laughs> when I tell you my body, my mind, my spirit, kitty. Woo! We'll talk about that. <laughs> we need to finish this episode. Okay. Point is, the way we're ending this episode, I haven't even finished my juice. The way we're finishing this episode, have you shuffled? Have you imbued? I haven't shuffled it, but I looked through all the cards. Let's see. No one told you to look. I was just looking. I gave you directions. You made Ooh, beginnings. <laughs> Babes, is that what I asked you to do? Oh, shit. Hold on. I'm too drunk for this. Also, it's way too big for our hands, and I know your hands are littler than mine. With your itty-bitty hands. Leave me alone. Your tiny hands and your big things. I do. I, okay, so listen. I don't know. Well, I actually do know where they came from, but, like, also... Part of me thinks, like, I would get a breast reduction, but then the other part of me knows I won't. Right. Really? Do you feel like you were built to hold this shelf? I don't know. Big titties are just a part of my life. Yes, so like, but also, like, girl, you can get a reduction and still have big titties. You do realize big titties is, a, is like, there's a line. You have, you have big ass titties. I have big ass titties. But that doesn't mean you would stop having big titties. That's true. As someone who just got to, like, wow, I have titties. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you've always had titties. <laughs> what are you talking about? Don't lie to me. I feel like ever since I've known you, you definitely had them. You've only known me like three years. Three years is a long time. Okay, girl, but like, that's when I got my titties. Okay, okay. Exactly, girl. I came into college. I think, I think Biggie was a, was a C. Like, I think Biggie was like a B and a half, and Smalls was like a B. No, I feel like also the panning, like, I gained weight in the very first place that I noticed is my boobs. Really? Yeah. See, I'm actually genuinely considering going on birth control. And, like, you mm-hmm. know me, I'm very anti the white man's medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, but my friend was like, the motivated factor is going to get bigger. Or what kind of black. I black know what you mean. Control. What um, kind of birth control that's the about? thing I'm really struggling with. Is Armor that up. I'm not doing that. What next? Okay. <laughs> Girl, if. Also, look at the book. <laughs> Bitch, you put the crab <laughs> in my car. You know what? Fuck it. Do it yourself. <laughs> Did I not try? Okay. Look, you at, look at it. Look at Do you see it? Do you see what you You act like you can't do it the reverse and it won't even out. You act like you can't do the reverse and it won't but even 
y'all don't do it the way you want to do it, and now it's all a problem. <laughs> you know, like you have to say your whole name out loud three times. I told you it'd be how you saw fit. Did you not get what you needed? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> We're gonna do a three card spread. Okay. Oh, wait, oh, wait. What so, good God. Um, in terms or, of birth control, um, here's the thing. I don't really, get an IUD. Oh, I definitely am not going to no. do that. What? Oh, God, no. Um, I can't. Oh, this is my song. I'm sorry. Yeah, girl. Girl, I told you this daily big slaps. Also, when uh, Fred and Max went to see Selene uh, I I love her because she's a clown. She's also Jamaican. Did you know? It's like she no. no. It's like her Rihanna's Jamaican. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. You all just adopted her. Yes, no, okay. we oh we adopted Celine like years ago. Okay. Celine's Jamaican. Okay. Um okay. I have not read tarot in a very long time. But we're gonna go for it. I don't know which one is reversed for who, because who is this facing? This um, is it facing me or is it facing you? I don't know. I'm gonna say it's facing you. Are you sure? I don't know. Okay, I'm no, trying. I want you to follow your intuition. Do you think? I'm gonna say because this one is this one feels like it's facing you, <laughs> which it is, but it is. But like also, y'all, we are we are in a new space. Don't judge. I gotta pull up the book. Um, funnily enough, this is one that I took out and then put back in. What, because she was overwhelmingly white? Or... Yes. Okay. Yes. For this deck, it was about whiteness. Why are you really the rest of the song? Okay, you have taken practical steps to change your life. Though your circumstances are challenging, you are prepared to meet mm-hmm. any incoming obstacles. You mm-hmm. are determined to take yourselves away from bad situations and toward the life you want for yourself. So what I will say is Chalices is giving me Little Mermaid. Funnily enough, Ariel. My middle name! Yes. All right, girl. You still got a voice. <laughs> Point is, it's very much giving Ariel. Yes. And so what I will say, this is definitely giving that moment where Ariel was like, oh my God, a man. Let me go like sit on a like, rock and wait for a man to come save me. Absolutely. But also that idea of like, there's something out there that you want that like you have to figure out how to get there. Like you've, okay. you've, you've done the necessary steps. You have legs. Okay. But like, what do you do now that you have those legs? girl i don't know maybe walk but also maybe just sit because it's tiring exactly so i think right now you're sitting you gotta you gotta figure out Mm because you have this opportunity you're moving you're going somewhere Mm -hmm. but like you still gotta figure out like how to walk and how to use those legs that's actually really real that's very real yes i'm I'm good at this (laughs) (laughs) i mean um point is yes so i think that's what this card is saying is that you know now that you have your legs you got you need a minute before you start to walk okay the next one, okay. For those listening, it's do, do we consent? Yes, yeah, okay. I consent. I consent. Okay. Thank you for asking. Of course, I believe you consent and everything. Um, it's the Eight of Chalices. Yeah. Okay, so our next card is the Star, which is also one of my favorites. That's one of my favorites too. Yes, if it's not the Star, it's the Moon of the World. I like that she has a belly. Isn't she cute? There's a mm-hmm. there's like at least one little fat one in there, and I love her. I love it. Yes. Um. Okay. So we're going to call this one reverse because it's facing me. As the dust settles and the tower lies in ruin, you yes. might find yourself alone in the dark. Reverse the star cautions that you have fallen. Never mind. Um, the stars are guarding this deck. She represents hope and endless possibility. The star gently nurtures the flowers and the ibis, a steward of creativity and magic circles around her. Mm-hmm. 
After the tower has fallen and the light of dusk fades into night, the stars there to help you make your way through the dark. All you have to do is look up. You know what I really like about this is it's like, it's similar to this one. Something has happened and you yes. are in that like, and I feel similarly, it's like that refractory period where something's yes. happening you have to figure out what to do next. And so yes, like the tower has fallen, not in a bad way, but in not a good way. Not in a bad way, way. And so now you're, you're figuring out where do you go from here, you know? And what you got to do is you got to nurture. You got to take care of the things that you're leaving behind. Absolutely. Before you figure out the things that you're going to. See that. Yes. And then the last is what? King of uh, Swords? Yes. I really like the King cards in the set. <gasps> On my morning walk, are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. A bird flew near me. Mm -hmm. Crazy. I'm wild. Also, we never told the audience what we were doing. I, <laughs> I just started telling you two of you, and we didn't give any kind of warning. We are currently doing tarot. See what you mean? Ask them if they want to participate. Okay, so King of Swords. Yes. The King. Of <gasps> okay, but you knew this. Why are you shocked now? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll tell you straight later. Go okay, the King of Swords is the embodiment of intellectual authority. Mm -hmm. He exercises logic and reason, honoring history's legality and tact. Yes. The card indicates diplomacy and a certain air of detachment, as he positions himself as a highly specialized consultant or advisor. It may be wise to seek professional counsel for whatever challenges you may be facing. The sword, King of Swords operates under high, very high ethical standards in his search for knowledge. This is David! My, one of my advisors. I was about to say, like, you were just talking about this how great your advisors This is David! Why are you so certain it's David? Because this is, that description is the embodiment okay. of David. Yes, I was going to say, you've already he talked about, like... He pushes me in a way that I don't need to be pushed, but also I do. So, like, okay. Exactly. You just were talking about the role of advisors and how they change your life. Da, 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 da. We're going to pull out the scariest deck you bought because most of this deck was actually terrifying. It's a little terrifying. but in a, in a good way. It's so pretty, though. It's circles. It's cute. It is cute that it's circles, especially because I have the other ones that I took out and yeah. I'm going to use it as a coaster. I like, want to figure out how to put them all together and make one Ooh, big coaster. Laminate. Laminate. Girl, I was like, can I dip it in resin? Not resin, girl. <laughs> can I be a resin artist? I bought, I bought a resin uh, tray. I'm here for it. And I was not mad. It's actually very fucking cute. Okay, so now for those listening, we're going to do her oracle cards. I can't believe we do things on the internet. We are internet people? Why are we internet people? Why are we on internet? Did we not have a whole conversation about being internet people? Like, I hate internet people. <laughs> girl, I've hated being an internet person since we started. I said I hated it's everybody. the best way. I feel like, what, are we like, oh my god, we're coming up on our year anniversary soon. Oh shit, really? In July, yeah. Wow, I didn't realize. We've been doing this shit for a year. What the fuck? My favorite part is, I'm pretty sure in the very first episode, I I said that everybody named Mama Got a Podcast. Yes, as we did. started no, our podcast. Literally, the first thing you said was that everybody named Mama Got a Podcast. And the yes. world really need one more. Yeah. <laughs> it did not. It really didn't. And that's the thing I realized is like, as much as I enjoy being on the internet, I hate the internet. Like, I, I don't like being an internet person. Yeah, girl. This daily mix, it, this daily mix is a vibe, okay? Because when I tell you, it put me in this specific auntie bag. And you want to know what got me to this auntie bag? Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Don't do this! Because Alex Newell, the only person who needs to hear this podcast is Alex Newell, because I would love to be his best friend. Yeah. I love this man. Person. Um, Alex Newell sang, um, I look to you in church. 
And it was incredible. And I was like, yeah, girl, I absolutely want to hear Whitney mm-hmm. sing about God. Mm-hmm. And it just, it was incredible. Because the black people on the show can sing their ass off. Uh, Alex's character, Mo, got a little boyfriend now. And then the boyfriend got to sing. He got to start singing. And it was so good. It was this beautiful, he was trade. He was like, clearly mm-hmm. trade. It was gorgeous. He's like a fire marshal. And he sang, um, I don't remember what he sang. But he was like, dealing with his own internalized homophobia. And it was like, beautiful and profound and mm-hmm. important. And point is, watch the show. Yes, but also she's a horrible white woman who gets on my fucking nerves. You say this often. Yes. Oh no, I think the thing is, is in the beginning you're like, oh, she's quirky and anxious, and at this point you're like, no, she's absolutely the fucking worst. She gaslights and manipulates her friends. Literally, she's in a relationship because she emotionally manipulated her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So means yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she went to therapy and like admitted that she knows she's emotionally manipulating him. I did something bad. What did you do? I don't know how to get the cork out. Give me the damn cork and take the cork. I honestly don't even want to take it out. It's so cute. It's like a hat. It was a hat. Some people need three thousand rolls roses. That's not the only way to move your love. Doesn't this song feel like childhood? Like this song was everywhere. Yes, it was. This song was unrelenting. These cards are so pretty. They're a little thicker than I thought they would be, but these are really pretty. What was your thinking in picking these cards? Um, so I'll tell you, I started off with, I wanted to get you one tarot deck and mm-hmm. I wanted to get you one oracle deck. Yes. So with the tarot deck, I wanted something that wasn't going to be super common because mm. I wanted something that was as unique as you are. And I was like, this had great reviews, but mm. also as I was like, they had like four pictures on Amazon. Mm. I was like, I feel like the four pictures that I've seen were really pretty, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, these remind me of her. So let me go grab them. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, with the Oracle deck, I wanted to give you something very, very different, right? Uh, so I was like, let's go different shape in the first place. So I looked up triangle, I looked up Ooh. heart, and I looked up circle. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want to get you like a regular square one. Because I was like, I needed something as unique as you are. And then I saw these, and I was like, these are epically beautiful. Girl, I left the scariest ones upset, because they are fucking terrifying. <laughs> I had to take out Divine Feminine and Divine Masculine, because they were both very fucking scary. At one point, it's just like, oh, are you done? Are you done in viewing? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, You're not going to bend them? I'm not going to bend them, because I got in trouble the last time. It's much harder to bend a circle. Here you go. For those listening, if it wasn't obvious, um, I asked Emma... Mm-hmm. To oh. get me a deck because I realized not even get me a deck. I asked mm-hmm. Emma to suggest a desk to me because I wanted to get a deck for myself to sort of figure out like what my relationship is with both the divine and how I channel energy and like what it means to you know navigate my faith and the things I want to learn, how I feel about horoscopes and all these things. But also like the thing about tarot and even decks is just the big thing is it's supposed to be a gift. Like, the first deck I ever got was because my mom helped me pick them. Mm-hmm. So it still felt like it was from someone else. Right. So I realized, like, there was never going to be, like, I was never going to be able to pick myself the perfect deck. Right. But I loved this deck, and what I also appreciate was I realized, it's like, I don't know what that is, but I don't want to listen to it. That was Soulmate by Lizzo. I'm impressed that you knew that. <laughs> it was just very loud. You know, yes. sometimes yes, it's, yes, yes. it's a little too much. I do like Lizzo, though. I yeah, fuck yeah, with the music. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the thing about Lizzo is she's... I don't know what she is. She's a bit of a clown, but in a yes, fun way. in a fun way. Yes, like, you could tell she's a bit of a, you know, like, she don't necessarily need a platform. Mm-hmm. But I'm not mad that she has but one. Because right. the music is good. That one came out. Girl, drink your wine. I've been drinking it. Clearly. 
like I want to I want to talk about how I view tarot for a second. Yeah, I feel go like for, for it. me, I look at it more of an in- intuition thing. Like I use my so not to get too into the weeds, but I feel like there's a spiritual team guiding me on this journey, yes. right? Like there's the overall creator of the universe and and the universe and my personal ancestors and spirit guides mm-hmm. and certain deities that help, you know, guide me on this journey. Mm-hmm. We're all like leading me to the space. And I use tarot as a, a way to kind of, one, yes, interpret absolutely. their message, but also to like guide my intuition. And I understand the concept of free will, right? And understanding what's wrong. And wine is real loud. The Prosecco? Yes. The Prosecco is very loud, but it's not terrible. After your third sip, you're really like, okay, no, I can see I was it. just not prepared, especially because... Yes. Like, Romantic was not good. So, like, it was like, oh, this one got... It's, like, loud, but yeah. I don't think I hate it. Like, I will no, no, sip no. it again. Oh. And once your third sip, you're pretty much good. You're like, okay, yeah, I see it. I, I see the vision. I'm also, like, how I describe it. I'm both wine drunk and sober. Interesting. Cause I'm very I'm cemented into Dipsy. I am cemented there. Like and I honestly, think two more drinks and we're done. Like because I think I took so long to finish Black Girl Magic mm-hmm. that like by the time I got to her, it was like it's like parts of me are absolutely wine drunk and then parts of me like no girl, you're sober. So I respect it. Yeah. But yeah, no, I look at Tarot as like from my spirit squad and and understand the oh, that's where I was at understanding the concept of free will and that mm-hmm. things can change at any given moment. Absolutely, I told you this, mm-hmm. but I have a shaman who I talk to. Yes, and I finally reviewed her notes because like I see her at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and I just like keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. Yes, so I had saw I had like for some reason wanted to look back onto it because she has not been wrong. Oh, she be knowing. She literally sold me, and I swear to you. And mm-hmm. I, I'll take a picture when I get home. I have in my desk like notes that she, that mm-hmm. she and I had, that I took from her session. Mm-hmm. And I one specific question was about grad school. At the time, I had just I had just sent in my application. Yes. I didn't hear anything. Yes, I remember. Anyone. And you just told her locations. I told her locations, and she was like the one in Southern California and the one in Louisiana yes, where it rains all the time mm-hmm. is going to be the two that give you what you need, give you the yeses. The two schools that I was accepted to was UCLA. <laughs> Should we know it? And too late. Yes. <laughs> like and she was, and she told me she was like, too late is gonna be the better offer, um, because they give you more uh, resources and things, and they end up giving me more money than I don't know how UCLA thought I was gonna survive off of seventeen thousand dollars a year, but like, baby, that's mm-mm. okay. But like, she was like, they'll give you more resources, and you'll have a better welcome there. And so far, me and my advisors get along. They're very, they're vastly different human beings. Girl, but we knew that's where you were supposed to be. Like that was yeah. very clear. That was a when very I, clear when I saw the school. When I like what I had, every single school, bit of this process, I was like, "Oh, I need to be this is yes. the space I want to be." Absolutely, and you had like I feel like like both the universe and you had already decided by the time you applied. I feel like my person is there. I feel like I feel like all I'm not even lying to you. I feel like my person is in New Orleans and just like I'm living their best life and they probably being a whore right now. But like it's okay. Hot girl summer, hot hot person summer. Mm-hmm. Um, point is, yeah, no, I think because I think the thing is is like something I was both learning and unlearning is that all of these things are are about how you hear the mm-hmm. message you feel me like there's always like oh no you're not supposed to partic- like participate in horoscope because x y and z it's like no horoscopes is, is about delivering a message mm-hmm. who you're getting getting the message from depends on the person i know who my message is coming from mm-hmm. you feel Absolutely. me and like i also know that like god has given me a spirit of discernment that is something i i've started to doubt but i'm still figuring out it's like how to discern who is who is about what and what am i about and what is it i'm trying to do absolutely and so i'm figuring it out point is we about to discern boom retreat green calcite mountain 
Number 24. I don't know how the fuck to read these cards. Because they give you so much information on one card. There's a lot of stuff on here. But I'm here for it. 24. I'm going to read the book at you. It's fine. No, it's fine. I like this. Yes. Because I'm going to be so real. I feel like I actually write. I like reading other people's tarot more than I like reading my own. Mm -hmm. Retreat, Mountain Green Calcite. You have attracted this card into your awareness today. As it is now time to retreat. In the fast-paced world in which we live. It's easy to find yourself burnt out and experiencing mountains of stress. Which Bitch! Can cause overload, exhaustion, anxiety, and depression. It is extremely important not to get caught up in the intensity of it all and to take a step back and retreat. When you give yourself the time to stop, breathe, and be still, Bitch. the opportunity will arise to rejuvenate your mind, body, and spirit on a deep level. Are you burning the candle at both ends? Can I tell you something? No, we want to tell you how crazy this is. So, you know, I pull my surrender deck every yes. day yes. just to get about three messages. Yes. Rest was the one that came out. Surrender to rest came out today. Girl. And that's why I went to go watch the circle in the middle of the workday. You, and you absolutely should have. Because you talk about crying in classes over work. Girl, we not doing that no you, more. Listen. It's the stress piling up in your life and making you feel overwhelmed. Are you burnt out and exhausted? Have yes. you been wanting to go on that long-awaited holiday but never had the time? Yes. Whatever the circumstances, this card is highlighting how important it is for you to retreat. It's time to fill your cup again, recharge your batteries, and create some sacred time for you to ground and center yourself. Ooh, bitch, they, they spell center the European way. <laughs> I can't stand you. Girl, you know I love European shit. <laughs> Not, no, I don't center whiteness, but you know, there's something fun about it. Yes. You know, spicing up the English language. Uh, do whatever is required to allow yourself to feel vibrant and alive. Girl, is that a white woman? There's a white woman at the back of this book. With a Buddha and eagle. That makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> And that is exactly why I, you know, sparse out my deck. Yes, I got to pull them out. (laughs) Exactly. Because it's never going to be right. Uh, (laughs) To feel right and alive, allowing the life force energy to flow freely through you once again, leaving you inspired and motivated to take on the world. Like a mountain, it's time to be in the stillness and receive the nurturing medicine of your soul in this time of rest. Medicine mountain. There are hundreds of mountains on earth and each... I don't want to read all this. What I'm... What I'm going to say is... Yes, tell me your interpretation. My interpretation is... While it says retreat, I do think it's about rest. And it's about, Mm -hmm. like, recovery. I think that's Mm -hmm. what it is. It's like, Mm -hmm. you you are currently leaving a season of your life. And in order to, like, get ready for that other season, you have to recover. And, like, you have to rest and make peace with what has been in order to prepare for what will be. You feel me? So you can can no longer carry the same mindset you had while you were in this one season into the next one. You got to figure out, all right, how do I do better? How do I take better care of myself? How do I move in a way that is better for me? All right, there's no more room for imposter syndrome. There's no more room for stress. There's no more room for I have to be all of these things. You have to just be the best version of you in that moment. Exactly. And even if that's 50, 60, 70% of yourself, that's fine because they don't need more than that from you. Okay? I appreciate that. And that's very real. Keep that energy. I am presence. Girl, I don't want to read all these, but this is actually one of my favorite cards. This is really beautiful. Isn't it? Is I love it. Is that the chakras? Yes, it is. The chakras. That's why I love it. Yeah. I don't want to read all this out loud, but I will just say, because I'm a little tipsy. You attracted this powerful high vibrational card in your awareness today as a reminder that I am presence is calling for your attention. That the I am presence is your higher self, the light of your soul, the all-loving, all-wise, and all-knowing aspect of the self that is available to you at all times. You are deeply connected to the love and wisdom of the universe. (laughs) No! No! 
You are uh, deeply connected to the love and wisdom of the universe and the aspect of your children are awakening within you strongly. I am present to always with words of wisdom and guidance to assist you on your life's journey. Does more need to be said? You know what the fuck is good. I don't have to tell you. The cards don't have to fucking tell you. You fucking know. You are the card, bitch. I am the card. Yes. You are. You are one with the card. All right? That is all I'm going to say. The card is also on my forehead, everyone. And yes. it's staying. Girl, yes. It's staying. Yes. I don't even know what this one is. This one is Malachite. Sacred healing. Medicine drum. Girl, you need to heal. You need to heal. I have Malachite on my desk in my office. Girl, I carry rose quartz in my pocket. Like Malachite makes me scared sometimes. I once put it under my pillow and I had to do my slavery. No, I swear to you. And <laughs> Jimba enslavement. They were trying to enslave the black people in the gas. I swear, I swear to you, I'm not even trying to be funny. I had a, I put it under my pillow. And I was like, after that, I would never put my outfit under my pillow again. Girl, you know I don't play with my dreams. I confused. When you said that Mugwort made you like have vivid dreams, I was like, absolutely why never. Oh my god, I had dreams of sexual assault. It wasn't fun. I refuse. I absolutely refuse. Because the one thing I don't play about is my dreams. Yeah. Because I know that my dreams are not for me. Yeah. Girl, that is where my that is where my subconscious rules. So for me to try and put conscious thought in there, yeah. girl, the one time I almost lucid dreamed, it ruined my sleep for a week. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay, sacred healing. You have called upon this card today as it is a very sacred time of powerful healing on all levels. There are many... Look at it make eye contact with it there are many aspects to healing and an imbalance in the system can infect all levels of your mind body and spirit all bodies have an incredible awareness and intelligence to heal themselves but we tend to hold on to old emotions and thought uh thought forms around experiences that can over time manifest an imbalance in the physical body and ca- causing disease that's why your white blood cells black blood cells were high whether your healing is physical emotional mental or spiritual you are encouraged to look at many thought forms old beliefs or emotions you may be holding on to around your sickness if one thing is out of alignment it may affect other parts of your system you want to know what's crazy so for me right and it was a part that you said but i can't remember for for real but it was a part that you just said that i sometimes subconsciously think that tulane is going to be pace university 2.0 and i get really nervous you and scared and I told you this story. Girl, you know I have a terrible memory. Yes, my mom went, went for a year. I went there for a year. Okay, thank and you I transferred yes. to Temple. My mom finished at Pace. You know, I, oh, Jersey. Yeah. I had terrible, like that's Jersey. I had just terrible everything. No, there. Yeah, because you were meant to be a Temple. Right. So, like, I feel like sometimes I'm a little nervous that it's going to be Pace 2.0 where my mental health defines and things of that nature. Yes, it but, will, like, but like in a good way. I think it'll be a good thing. I don't think I'll have the, like, I mean, I have mental health issues. No, but like, I think it's more geared towards grad school than anything. But like, I don't know. I've been concerned about it and I don't think I need to. And I think that's what that is, you know, coming up as. Oh my God, we've been doing this for an hour and 20 minutes. We're going to have to like edit like 20 minutes out of this. Yes, because at one point it was just foolish. The first 20 minutes were foolishness. Um, Point is, we do need to wrap up because. Yes. I'm also hungry. Yes. Yes. No, we literally just left the food. Um, On that note, what I'm gonna say is, girl, you are about to start something fucking beautiful, and I'm so sad. No, what was, what I will say is something I've been thinking a lot about is like the the space you 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 take up in my life. And stop, cause I will fucking cry. I know so you will. You're such a fucking shit. Pussy. You're such a fucking baby. The only water sign in my chart is Pisces, and it's if I beat it, I will fucking cry. Don't do She's that. such a fucking baby. What I will say is that like. I am grateful. I'm glad that I know you. You feel me? And like what started out so casually, I was like, wow, I really, this is really one of my best friends. Like, <laughs> what the fuck did you oh, do? Wait, no, I'm busy. 
say is I'm grateful for this opportunity. I'm grateful for the Yoni things we're gonna do. I'm grateful for like Oh my god, no, I have to take you. Yes. When when are you free? Girl, whenever. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna take you. It's gonna be yes. a fun time. It's gonna be amazing. I'm so, girl, I bought the Yoni egg. The Yoni egg is in the mail. <laughs> Point is, um, for the exactly eight people who listen, including that one person in Russia, thank you very much. Fifteen. Don't disrespect all fifteen of them. Okay, thank you to the fifteen of us who listen. Um, yeah, this has been a really important and beautiful moment in my life and a beautiful relationship that I'm grateful for because, like, I'm trying to figure out what it means to have a platform and have a voice. Mm-hmm. And I think having this platform for you is something I'm still, with you is something I'm still trying to figure out. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? But, like, I'm excited that we did it because it, mm-hmm. it like, it actually made me put my thoughts out there. Like, I actually yeah. say something out in the world and people listen. Yeah. Because I think that's what I'm, I'm being called to do, but I don't know how to do it. And mm-hmm. I don't, and I have to tell them, like, why should I do it? Because what the fuck does it mean to have a platform? And for that, I am grateful. And I'm excited that we're going to have this summer to be together in person yeah before you leave me and just my prediction for you i feel like this is going to be a transformative period so i'm gonna be real i absolutely believe you're gonna be sad i 100 percent because i know you <laughs> you're gonna get sad you're gonna be like girl i'm sad and i think it's okay and it's gonna be okay because i think from that sadness you were about to blast a bitch yeah. i think this is about to challenge you to be the absolute best version of yourself and i'm so excited for that like fuck the cards or anything else i know you and i know that this is exactly what you're meant to be doing so fuck pace and all that other shit like from this you are about to be the doctor bitch at the end of this you are a doctor who the fuck can say that you are dr emma blackson bitch person in the united states can say it (laughs) they can't say that their name is emma blackson also bitch how many degrees will you have at this point fucking four bitch you will have so many goddamn degrees if I could do it over again, I would actually drop one of them, but that's here over there. Girl, it don't fucking matter. You have had, you have gotten a degree almost every year I've known you. That's very true. That's actually very true. Yes, girl, I watched you graduate. I was like, oh, I'm here to watch my first. I was like, oh shit, it's Emma. Yep. Exactly. So point is, you're about to do great things. And like, while you're off starting new great things, I'm going to be in the middle of my shit. And like, catch me in like a few years, I'm going to be. No, but I feel like you're doing a very important personal self. Oh, I'm so excited. Work, okay, right? yes, no. And that shit is hella important. Yes. Like, I'm going to degree at school or whatever, but you're doing the fucking work on yourself. And that trumps everything. And I promise you in a few months, I'm going to post that photo of a foot and it'll be over. In a few years, it will be a smaller foot, but you feel me. So I was thinking not to add anything new to I don't know why I'm looking at it like this. Um, not to add anything to it. I feel like no one will know I'm dating anyone. Like, I just people in my personal yeah, life. No, I'm like, not gonna, I will tell you. Oh, like, I'm not going to claim nobody in public. Oh, no. That would be a wedding. It would be like a wedding photo before you act like me They'd be like, nigga, you married? And I'm like... Like, I was talking to my boss about social media. And it was like, I was like, I have layers of social media. Like, there are different layers for different people. Exactly. And it's like, there's different parts of myself that I'm willing to share on the internet. And there's also parts that I don't want to share on the the internet. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so this is like, yes, I'm willing to share intimate parts of myself on this podcast. But it's also like, girl, this shit is not real. Like, Mm -hmm. and like, I'm happy to be able to share these parts of myself because these are the parts I want to share. Right. But like dating first of all dating someone um and second of all like yeah it's all about who is privy to what and when what kind of person do you think you'd end up with is that our question of the day it can be our question of the day i saw i saw tiktok i saved a tiktok it was a tiktok it was they love god more than me okay um let me find the tiktok i'm gonna really quickly really quickly i promise i will make it quick because i think i favorited it 
beautiful box. No, the reason I'm rushing is because I. <laughs> okay, so let's hurry this up. Okay, what kind of person do you want to end up with while okay, I do this? So I know this for a fact. The person that I want to end up with and that I will end up with are two different people, but I know that I will end up with someone who is one about their business and about stability and will be able to meet me at a space that I need to be in. Period. If that makes any type of sense. Did I fuck? I think it was on Twitter. Let me. I think I, yeah. tw- I, I retweeted it. We didn't even talk about that thing we were supposed to talk about. What were we supposed to talk about? Uh, Viola Davis and her Silas. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. We got to talk about the, the, the... No, we don't. We don't. No, have... We don't have to. I'm talking about you and I. Okay, you and I. Okay. Um, He's raised by... Okay, since the TikTok said he's raised by girls. Okay. He's a couple years older. He loves God more than he loves me. Uh-huh. He's 5'8 plus. Absolutely. He's an introvert. Uh-huh. He's a listener. His love language is physical touch. Mm-hmm. And that's it, yeah. Do you feel like your partner is older than you? 110%. I want a 26-year-old man who has his shit together. I know that's impossible, (laughs) but like... (laughs) At least one gotta exist out there. I feel like the ones who love Jesus be ready at like 22. No, yes, I want a man who loves Jesus, who just... Like, yes, who loves Jesus? That's really it. To answer the question of the day so we can wrap this up, yeah. is what I want is someone who has a deep and profound relationship with God. Yes. And like, I've said this before, but I don't want someone I can go with. I want someone I can come home to. I want someone to travel with. I want someone who cooks or to have a relationship. Like, I want part of our relationship to be food. Mm-hmm. Um, I want someone who, is this is Chris Brown on my TV? Why is that happening? Oh, no. Why is that happening? I told no, come on now, girl. I put him on a little XEX list. I think I forgot to do that. Um, we're going to do Mary because Mary J is a queen. Not con. Um, yes, I want someone who loves God. Who Yes, and who I can come home to. Okay. Something I've realized is I want someone who is my friend. More than mm-hmm. anything, I want to feel respected. I want to feel seen. I want to mm-hmm. feel like listened to. I want to feel friendship. Um, and I'm still figuring out what that means. Like what that yeah, actually what means that in terms like. of being in relationship with someone. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, I want someone who is willing to see all of my foolishness and meet me there. And then like we have fun, but also like are building something real. Good? Mm-hmm. I got a weird text message and I don't know who the number is. That's fine. And on that note, thank you to our listeners for figuring out what the fuck this is because we don't know our drunken foolishness drunken is a stretch i am i'm tipsy okay our tipsy what was it one two three drink on me yeah (gasps) drink with me i was close because girl they drinking on you that's a little little nasty but hear me out never mind never mind oh and on that (laughs) note and on that note have a great rest of your whatever time it is while you're watching this listening to this we love you be be blessed yes. god bless yes um universe bless yes so we can be inclusive um thank you for rocking with us for almost a year we'll figure out how long it's actually been and then we'll celebrate we'll figure out how long it's actually nine been months. it's been nine months because we started in july like mid-july or so early july we've officially given birth. oh my god we give them birth it's been 40 weeks Emma also says goodbye. She came yes. back just to say goodbye. I'm so sorry and thank Hi, you. Emma. Have a good night. Bye bye.